Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Misty Music Podcast with myself and David. But not only David, we have joining us today the fabulous Amelia Ray. Hello. Hi. Hello. So, um, yeah, this one's a wee bit special for us today. So we got in touch with Amelia because there was a... Maybe a, a, a post on Instagram for, from herself about about enjoying one of our podcasts, the uh, the Stevie Wonder one that we did, where David suggested suggested to me and saying that she enjoyed the album. So we jumped right on her <laughs> and um, invited her to come and speak about uh, all her ad- adventures and music and anything and everything. So, hello, Amelia. Would you like to? Rather than me rambling on, would you like to give us a wee introduction to yourself? All right. Uh, Well, my name is Amelia Ray, and I thank you for having me. I am a singer-songwriter originally from San Francisco. I'm now a a resident of Finland, and I just travel the world playing music. Um, My latest... Uh, iteration of the short version of my bio is that I'm the world's first middle-aged black bisexual female rock and roll star. Well, that's uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely love that. And I was hoping you were going to bring that up because that's that gives me questions already. Like, <laughs> you know, I'll, uh, I'll bet. Yeah. <laughs> We have been enjoying some of your work that you have been mm-hmm. sending us, and there's lots to talk about. First question I've got: How do you end up a San Francisco Bay resident, born? I take it you were born and raised there. How do you end up in Finland? Like you made it sound so easy that you've just you've <laughs> went from there to there, traveling, doing music. Like, well, I've I've uh, lived around Europe for the past. Uh, 20, 22 years, I guess. Uh, first stop was in France. I um, worked as a, an English language assistant for a year while I was in university. And then I went to Amsterdam a few years after that to study Dutch, just a tourist visa, and ended up uh, living in Madrid for almost nine years, and so um, I, I really enjoy uh, the lifestyle, I guess, in Europe. But I've also spent some time in um, uh, Tel Aviv, and I worked on cruise ships for about three years. So I just I like traveling and and always winding up in new places and learning new languages. Just. Just what I do. <laughs> so, you, 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 do you do you feel more European these days, or, or are you just a citizen of the world? You know, or, or... yeah, it's more of a, it's more of a citizen of the world. Uh, I was heavily quarantined for the past three years. I, I turned into quite a hermit. So now that I've been out uh, since October, uh, traveling, it's been what four months now around Europe. I, I don't feel as European as I did before, and I'm certain that that's a combination of the, of the fact that I've changed and that, that Europe has changed quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but I still feel very much a, a citizen of the world. I, I feel pretty much at home wherever I am. Um, 
So uh, as long as there's some, some good food, um, I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I love it. So are you playing shows just now? Are you I've mainly been um, uh, turning about, bumping about to different music conferences and uh, picking up you know, the odd gig here and there. Nothing uh, super formal, but uh, you know, just kind of putting my toes in the water again after being hidden away for so long. So yeah. Getting used to uh, living out of a suitcase and you know, taking the trains and that sort of thing again. So. And visiting lots of friends and family. It's been nice. Excellent, because we, we've been watching your um, Instagram uh, clips, you know, your, your, your diaries, you know, and then yeah. it looks, you know, the places you're visiting look, look stunning, you know, really, oh, really yeah. amazing, you know. So, um, and, and with playing the music, do you, are you, are you at the point where you're trying things out and just, just um, you know, I'll give this a shot tonight or, you know, let's see how this one goes down or is it pretty much music you've already written and, and you're comfortable with? Yeah, most of the songs I I perform live, I'm I'm comfortable with. I don't um, I don't do too much of um, uh, let's say write a song. This is a song I wrote today. Um, yeah. But but now that I think about it, I mean it's, it it has happened quite a quite a bit in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I I try to have a more I, I try to pr- have present more of the vision of what I what I would like to be more than what I was doing before. Uh, I used to travel with an acoustic guitar. And of course, when people see a person with an acoustic guitar, then they think folk singer. Sure. And um, so I, I, I'm not necessarily a folk singer. I might have some folk songs, but mm. my dream has always been, you know, a, a rock guitarist and to yeah. play Wembley. So <laughs> now I've got a, an electric a guitar that I travel with and so uh, I try to think more about you know how that's perceived and, and what's kind of because then there's also the danger of people thinking oh she's going to play jazz you know which is not yeah, of course. All true all, either so yeah. um, um, but you know I'm, I'm figuring it out it can, yeah. it can change it's all a little bit malleable at this point yeah well it's interesting <laughs> you're talking about you know maybe perceptions of you know when people maybe see you on stage you know is it you know is it folk with acoustic maybe jazz mm-hmm. things like that but that, that's the thing about your your music from what we've been hearing it's it's the, there's a lot of diversity in and what you do and you know there's there's rock in there you know there's jazz there is folk you know like you say yeah. um, there's country in there you know there's there's blues you know there's everything you know it's all it's all there you know um so and it was interesting because i was actually looking at your playlists um that you'd put together on spotify just to get an idea of you know i guess what you were assembling um and a lot of i hadn't heard of i'll be completely honest but <laughs> But there was ones I had to add off, and I was like, "Oh, King's X, for example, you know." And I was like, "Oh yeah, oh you know, I'm a massive King's X fan." So I was like, "Yeah, there's something. I found something." Um, uh, so there's a few things, and and you know, again, even your playlist, were, you know, um, playing through them, you know, there's there's a lot of diversity in and um, yeah, your musical taste, you know. So and I think that's showing through. Well, this was actually a, a test or a homework assignment I started ten years ago because. I realized I, I was listening to 
pretty much Steely Dan only, uh, <laughs> which is my favorite band. Um, uh, but in, in 2014, I didn't know what was uh, any of the new music. You know, it was sure. very yeah, yeah. limited musical knowledge. So I said, okay, I'm going to make a playlist for myself every <laughs> month, and it's got to have 15 songs on it that I never heard before. Yeah. And, um, and I've just kept it up, you know, every yeah. every month. And I send it to friends and post it. So a lot of the things, I mean, I've never heard of these bands either, but I find them and I, yeah. oh, yeah. this is, you know, really great. And I, and I try to follow them and keep up with them. Mm. It's, it's a huge homework assignment. Um, but it does, it, it, you know, I try to be, I try to listen to as much new music as I possibly can and yeah. of all kinds. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. You meant you mentioned there what what about you know you're a, a rock god at heart. Like what um what yeah. other other influences? What bands do you love? What what do you enjoy? Uh let's see. Well, um, I was just listening to your Black Sabbath podcast, and and mm-hmm. uh, I I picked the. Uh, Gibson over Fender when I was a kid and started mm-hmm. playing guitar because of Tony Io. Yes. So uh, <laughs> certainly, <laughs> certainly into uh, Sabbath and Queen, um, uh, Face No More. I'm a huge, you know, the grunge. Grunge was big. That whole period was was really big. And before that, Rush, Jethro Tull. Blood, sweat, and tears. I like the big theatrical sounding rush, the uh, uh, rock rush. Yeah, yeah rush. Rush will tell that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The Who. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dizzy Miss Lizzie's another one. Uh, the Who actually, you know, there was there was even an album we're going to speak of. There was just certain little bits that reminded me of the Who. Actually, you know, just just really small bits mm. um, that you know that I thought ah, very Townsend. You know, certain certain parts of it. You know, so um, that's interesting. I like that. the Who. So yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Oh well, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I was a big rock fan, but also you know a lot of soul and pop mm. growing up in the eighties. Uh, certainly have an appreciation for the the Trevor Horn sound and yeah. George Michael's one of my all time favorites and mm. you can't go wrong with Bowie and and you know he was all over the place too. It's one of the things I love about him. Yeah, well we enjoy the, the few up the theatrical sides up your street, David, isn't it? Yeah, probably more than <laughs> yeah. your street. Yeah, 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 yeah. The pop <laughs> stuff and 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 things maybe a bit, bit more mine, but. Yeah, uh, and it's interesting that you like creating these playlists of music you've never heard to, to challenge yourself, I would imagine. And, you know, that is similar if what we try and do, eh? Just yeah, support. give mm-hmm. something else out to us and yeah. Yeah. expand our knowledge a bit because it's easy to get bogged down, like you were saying, about listening to the same stuff for, for you yep. know, which can be good and quite therapeutic, <laughs> I would imagine. But, um, but it can be limited at times, I suppose, yeah, as well. Yeah. 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 Well, it's just like there's always, you know, you haven't heard your favorite song yet. There's always a possibility, yeah. and that's very uh-huh. exciting. Yeah. yeah, I like that. When we knew that you were coming on the podcast, Amelia, I was looking at your website and went straight to your music bit, 
and you've got a few albums, haven't you? So um, <laughs> I went straight to the music for autistic people as the as my first <laughs> album to go and 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 dive in it, and I loved the clip off you playing the House of S Samba at the you know on your oh, website yeah. at the bottom. Yeah. So what was it that? I mean, you're at, that album was two thousand and five. So, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. A, a wee while ago now, in the video clip, David, I don't know if you've managed to see it. I've not there's, seen the video clip. Not yet, seen no, it yet. No. It, there's a good, good clip. Uh, Amelia <laughs> playing the playing the electric guitar and um, enjoying it there. So, so yeah. I don't know if it's a really on the nose kind of obvious question, but but where uh, where did that title come from? Because you know I'm straight into that. Oh, um, let's see. There's another one on that. Uh, House Arrest Blues. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I, I, think it, I think it's before that song, that track on the same album. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm, yeah, it's before. So that one came first. It was just an instrumental. And maybe I, I, I don't remember why I picked that title. Maybe I was um, uh, sick or something, couldn't leave the house. And I just came up with this instrumental song and was playing over and over. And I said, okay, that's good, House Arrest Blues. And then um, for the Samba one, I <laughs> I was thinking about um, yeah, sitting alone in a house after your you know the relationship's over and your ex is gone, and you're just kind of sitting with the emptiness, the void, and the memories. And so I thought, oh well, that's a different kind of house arrest. And and then I had that rhythm going, which is not a samba at all, by the way. Uh, <laughs> it just sounded good. So I said, okay, we've got a house arrest blues, and now we've got a house arrest samba. So that's that's where that came from. Oh, I was going to say maybe in the live version we we managed to pull off a samba. Maybe I I I, I don't remember. Your song that's um, out just now is is it Dream that's out just now? Is that what you've been? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dream been, been promoting, uh, which is not rock uh, at all, <laughs> maybe pop, but it's uh, it's inspired by musicals and show tunes. So um, I tried to, well, it came to me, I shouldn't say I tried to, the, the melody and the arrangement came to me and it sounded like a musical. Mm. Um, and so I just went with that. Uh, and I, I wanted to write a song about um, the, the dreams that we forget or, you know, things that we want to do at a certain point in our lives, and then when we get older, we, you know, we just kind of think other things are more important, so we push our dreams aside. And what it, imagine what it would be like if we didn't do that or if it, you know, later in our lives, we could rediscover our dreams. And and that is something that uh, happened to me last year, actually, speaking of David Bowie and uh, George Michael, I watched both of those documentaries last year, but the way I'm documentary and moon age daydream and was really um, re-inspired by their stories. I remembered how much 
I wanted to be like them when I was a kid, you know, and I thought, oh, this is so cool. That's what I want to do with my life. I want to, that's it. I'm going to do music. I want to be a star, you know, and I've certainly kept up with the music throughout the years, but some point the, I guess the level of ambition sort of, it doesn't wane, but it gets replaced by other feelings or, or maybe the practicalities of becoming a rock star, you know, um, and certainly as a small business owner, you've got a lot of other things to think about than your childhood dreams, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you've yeah. got to do accounting and, and, and social media marketing. So I, I just wanted to, to get back to that feeling, you know, what it felt like to be excited all the time about this the dream. And then um, I remember when I was at university, there was a musical theater major who only ever sang. She wouldn't speak you know, if you asked her a question. Her response was always in song. <laughs> and it was very frustrating at the time because, you know, you'd, you'd want to know where the beer was at the party or, you know, <laughs> what, and it was just you had to wait for the song response. And 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 then at some point last summer, I, I went to the grocery store and I was walking home and I was singing to the trees and cats, or, you know, and I realized that I'd been singing my entire trip. I, was, I had been singing to the rolls of toilet paper in, in the aisles and, you know, and I thought, oh, my goodness, I've, I've turned into this woman. You know, I'm singing, and I said, "Well, that's beautiful. That's yeah. that's really wonderful. Like that's what yes. you're supposed to do." <laughs> so, um, so dream is a combination of those two stories, and I I wanted to write sort of an homage to this woman, and also um, uh, re-inspire myself to to chase my childhood dreams. So that's what I attempted to do, and. Every line in the song references a different musical, so that that was the yeah. other fun part of putting together that puzzle. Oh yeah, a musical's fun. Uh, I didn't think I was until I wrote this song. <laughs> I mean, I have I have had my favorite, you know, top three or five: uh, Little Shop, Jesus Christ Superstar, Evita, Company. Um, uh, you know, with maybe five or seven pop musicals mm -hmm. into the woods. That's the other one I was trying to think of for years, but I, I wouldn't, you know, I've never seen Cats or Phantom. I'm not a, a, you know, a Broadway junkie or anything like that. But when I was writing the song and finding all of these references and say, like, oh man, that's a great, oh, that's a great music. Oh man, I need to yeah. watch that. So, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm certainly uh, am, am more now than, than I was a couple months ago. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Because yeah, your voice on the, the song is, is very, you know, we talked about theatre, it very much feels like that. The way you sing the song, mm. it's, it's not really theatrical kind of style, like 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 Yara on a stage in a musical, you know. So you capture. Yeah, it really well. I I tried to do it, and then I I I thought, well, I'm not trained in any way to sing like that. And then I I thought, well, that's kind of the point, you know, the, yeah. in the, the lyrics is that you're not. Um, it's not supposed to be perfect. It's just supposed to be that um, everyone needs to be 
fulfilling their dreams and and singing their hearts out, whatever whatever that means for them. So then once I got to that, which, you know, may just sound like an excuse, <laughs> excusing myself for not, not being a good enough singer. Oh, but not so, it really, not so. really was a strategy. <laughs> <laughs> but... But then I, I could have so much more fun and yeah. and play with, you know, and sing in different voices. Like, this isn't my real voice, so yeah. it doesn't matter. And now we can just play and have fun and, and take on all these different kinds of voices. So, so yeah, it was a lot of fun uh, recording that. Yeah, because I think it's um, also talking about Dream and, and you, you've you just won the award for Hambone Says as, as well. You know, you've got that yeah. award. So congratulations, you know, on the... Thank you. Um, superb. And, um, you know, even talking about vocal style before you even talk about the song, it's, I mean, such a contrast, you know, if, if, you, if you said that <laughs> yeah. was a, this is the same artist, you know, uh, there is <laughs> such a diversity, you know, I keep using that word, but there it really is. Um, you, you would, there's no way you would say that's the same, same. Same sound. Oh, that that, yeah. that makes me happy because, of course, you know, I can only ever hear my voice. Sure, yeah. <laughs> as my voice, you know, it's like when I when you hear a recording of yourself in the, in the answering machine, you know, and, and I always sound like a 12-year-old. That's the only voice that, that my ears can hear. So it gives me great pleasure to know that to, that you said that. Yeah, you, no, you wouldn't have thought it was the same artist. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think it's that. I mean, you've got the you get Dream, which is obviously quite, you know, it's very lighthearted, and you know, you're basically about dreams. And Hambone says is, is completely, you know, different from that. You know, it's it's your yeah. your uh, you you correct me if I'm wrong here, um, Amelia, but it's your reaction to what you were seeing back in 2020, I guess, um, and what yeah, was going on yeah. around about then. Um, I mean, I remember that time even from over here in Scotland looking at what was happening, um, certainly over in the States, and, and it was a, it was a, for want of a better word, a really, really strange time for, for, for yeah. the States over there. So um, uh, you, you said that you, you got a call from someone, didn't you? you was that a collaborator talked about doing this yeah, song with you? Um, Jake. Jake Wood is a drummer and percussionist I've worked mm-hmm. with a lot over the last 20 years more. Um, had a, uh, it, was, it was right at the beginning of the pandemic, mm-hmm. and he had a rooftop. Right? He, uh, some friends or someone he knew had let him use their rooftop to record a video with another friend of his, and he said, oh, we got to use this rooftop. We got to do something. I got a rooftop, you know. So <laughs> just, like, just okay. Well, you got a rooftop. I guess we have to make a video. What's it going to be about? You know? And, um, I think he wanted to do something uh, political or some sort of social message. I think that was his original idea. Uh, and, and I said, okay, well, let me think about it, you know, and then I think the next day I, I texted him and I said, I got an idea and it involves me being, um, <laughs> um, what do you call them now? Um, an overseer and you being a field hand and you can't wear shoes and you have to be appear only in the background behind me. Mm-hmm. And you must always be smaller than me or short because he's quite tall. You have to be shorter than I am. I think that was the direction that I mm-hmm. <laughs> like, 
even before we, you know, I'd written the lyrics to the song. <laughs> I had this, like, here's yeah. what we're going to do. <laughs> what it's I should have like. the video idea before the song, song idea. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, okay, great. Let's, yeah. let's do it. Whatever you're thinking, let's do it. <laughs> and, and so um, it was really, I mean, it was heartbreaking in any any case what was happening in 2020 in the states well what's what's still happening but because i had been uh not living in the states for a while and then to kind of be stuck there at the beginning of the pandemic you know i felt like it was on a on another planet and i couldn't believe what i was seeing or hearing it was just it was a real shock, you know, and it was something that was so out of a different era and a different time. And, and so I just thought, what would, it, it, the things that are coming out of people's mouths are so preposterous. I said, what would it sound like if these words were coming out of my mouth? Like, would people be shocked, as shocked as I am, you know, on the other side? And so that's kind of what it prompted me then to write this song as an as a you know a, an overseer i guess is the safest way to put not safest but the um most accurate way to put yeah. it is someone who who has control over a group of people and who doesn't see them as mm, people at all mm-hmm. And who's using all sorts of horrible language to describe them. And so then I thought, okay, well, now you, you got that. You got your character, but what's the song going to be about? Yeah. And as we've just discovered, I, I really love intricate puzzles. So I thought, well, we have to film this thing live on a rooftop, and we don't have any... Um, uh, elect- electric, it had to be acoustic, yeah. So Jake and I thought of this sort of like a chain gang sound, you know, he could just play a simple rhythm. And, and from there, it just, it just went into, you know, how I'm going to write a, a song kind of in the chain gang, except the lyrics are going to be totally messed up. You know, nothing that a black chain gang would ever sing. Sure, yeah. And, um, and then I thought, okay, what's it going to be about? What are they singing? And so I was like, well, they have to be singing about this violence that's inflicted upon this group of people. Um, and then I thought, well, why don't we just kind of go through history and figure out, you know, key um, moments of violence you now, and then think about what words were used to refer to black people at those times. So they have uh, coon and jigaboo, you know, very outdated words up until uh, recent words. And of course, I had to do it without using the the word, because it's the word I, I don't say. And, um, and then I thought, okay, well, I, so I, I documented, you know, I went and looked up the the history of usage of these words and when they were current. And then I placed them alongside um, events that happened in those times. So there's the Rosewood uh, massacre in the 20s, um, Detroit in, in 68, all these sorts of 
things. And then I thought, okay, now it would be really fun <laughs> to have some element of fun in this thing is to uh, sing it in the musical styles that were popular of those times. So as we go throughout yes. history, then okay. we've got the the language that is evolving and then also the musical styles that are evolving. And that's why we ended up with my, um, probably my first, uh, my rap debut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? That's, that didn't actually even occur to me. That's that's what you would do. But having you say that, that it just it's, it's actually taken on a whole other level now. Absolutely. You know, when I think about the, the, the lyrics, because um, I know you'd, you'd refer to like, you know, um, you know, Dylan Roof and Zimmerman and um, mm-hmm. Soon Jadu, you know, and things like that. And um, so they're all over the last 20, 30 years, you know, and, mm-hmm. and then you're doing the rap at that point. So, yeah, yeah. I, wow. I didn't, I didn't realize. Yeah. That's really, really interesting. Wow. wow. But it, wow. what I like wow. about it is I like, I like you, there was t- such conviction in your performance um, and, and, and anger. And I think, uh, you know, and, and, you know, you're playing this. You're, you know, you're flipping the. You know, flipping the the. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I think it just comes across. So it, it's probably a word that you've probably heard about the video before, but it is powerful, really powerful. Um, it was oh, when I first watched it, I was thinking I didn't get all the references right away. I was thinking, okay, and, and it wasn't until you know second, third, fourth, fifth listen and watch of the video, I was like, yeah, right, it's starting to make sense now, and you know, and some of the references. At the, some of the names, I was like, I'm sure I'm, these are familiar, but I haven't Googled them. You're like, oh, yeah, that was that instant, you know, even with the, yeah. you know, the the Sunjadu instant, you know, with Latasha Harlands and things like that, you know, I, you know, mm-hmm. the, that thing. So it, it was, it was, it was really interesting because it, it forced me to go and remind myself of, of some of the things that you were, you were singing about in the yeah. song, you know. Wow. But yeah. yeah. It was, it was, uh, it, it certainly, um, a, a, a work of which it, it, we can all be very proud, and yeah. and especially um, Jake Wood managing to change the rhythm and uh, and really reflect the the change in the musical styles with mm. just the the pandero just playing yeah. you know this yeah. one instrument that was Absolutely. yeah very impressive. No, yeah. very well. The vocal performance is extremely impressive as well. You know so. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, great it collaboration. Is, yeah, yeah, it's it, it is something special when, like you say, David, it, it, it took me a few, few times to, you know, there's something every time I listen to it. There's a wee bit something more that I'm picking mm. up on, and and I never, I never realised as well that that you changed the styles for the for the the different verses or the different times. That's it. That mm. does make it more special. Eh? Um, and I had to Google a lot of the the words that the language that you used, you know, like because yeah. like you're saying they're so out, thank, thankfully outdated, you know. Um, but it's just even still that's still quite shocking. It's still that you know yeah. you're you're googling a lot of the words that you used almost sound like they could be nice words as well. Eh? It's <laughs> almost sounds yeah. like yeah. it could be a term of endearment or something. Mm. It's yeah. ridiculous, but um, yeah. But uh, the video, the video itself, it's um, what I loved as well, and 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 your performance is that I mean, it's, it's a stri- you're a striking image anyway, you Absolutely. know, with the, the clothes that you're wearing and and the leather hose and thick thing, yeah, and, you your know, hair, just, yeah, yeah, the leather yeah. and the socks. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's straight away, I'm, I'm I'm interested, and then you've obviously got the lyrics in the video as well, and um, 
the way your um, your face changes because it's so serious at some points, mm-hmm. and then there's slight breaks mm-hmm. where it's where it's. If you were listening to the, if you were watching the video without without the music, it's almost completely different. But but how it all marries up with the the lyrics that you're singing, the beat the beat that's been made, the 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 rooftop, the the, the imagery and everything, it's it is quite special. Is it is yeah. it something you're really proud of? Is it? Is oh it, yeah. Oh yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. How, how sorry, David. I well, was, was going to say, do, do you feel this is going to be one of these things in 10 years? People say, So, Hambone says, and I go, oh, I've, written, <laughs> I've written so much since that. Come on, can we talk about something else? <laughs> no, I I don't think I'll ever get tired of it. I mean, it really is beautiful. Peggy Peralta did a wonderful job shooting it. Um, and 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 I, it, I'm never going to perform it live. So, you know, we might as well talk and keep talking about it. It's not a song, but, you know, I'm not going to come out in an encore and play that song. So it's it's just, it only exists, you know. Just in that form. um, And yeah. As that, that, yeah. yeah. I like that as well. Well, I think the the video, you know, I mean, you can listen, you can stream just the audio, but really it it, it is the the video Mm. that tells the other half of the story. So. Yeah. yeah, special, really, really, really special. Maybe if I get like a Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation kind of <laughs> yes. choreography, they I could do that. that. I will. I'll never say never. Never. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, only if I can be a part of it. <laughs> you get it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes me, you know. A lot of your video. I've enjoyed been enjoying watching a lot of your videos, and you were you were speaking. Um, uh, before about dream and the video, uh, you know how how important is the how much do you enjoy the kind of video process? Is that does it? Have you? I mean, it blows my mind that you you thought of the kind of concept and the rooftop and everything like that before the even song was made with with with, with Hambone. So how does how do the videos fit in it for you? Uh I. <laughs> I wish I had a budget to make an amazing video to go with every song I release. Um, I really love making music videos. I don't like appearing in them, but I, I love the the art of film and um, you know storytelling. Um, and I sort of video wasn't ex- as accessible. Let me say at the beginning of this century, millennium, as it was, as it is now. So, like music for autistic people, it really wasn't um, feasible to make a, a video unless you had a huge budget. But now it's it's a lot easier. I mean, that video for Dream I made in a day or two uh, by myself using Canva footage, you know. Yeah. But I came up with something that I that I really liked and. Um, Last year, I made I made delegate with the help of some friends. Um, so very, you know, low budget, uh, remote things. But if I could, if I could do a handbone says for everything, you bet I've I've got loads of ideas for them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I really really enjoy that. 
the process of it's like you get to tell the story twice or you get to tell a completely different story visually mm-hmm. than the one uh, that you did you know with the audio the, the lyrics and the music so the last podcast that we recorded between ourselves was on uh, david's suggestion of oh, yeah. uh, bjork's homogenic Mm. And when I was doing a lot of the rewatching and reading for that one, we, you know, she talked a lot about the visuals and obviously yeah. her videos and everything, the, how they kind of marry up. So, so yeah. I, I don't really know where I was going with that. But well, what, what's interesting is the the album we're going to talk about is, yeah. you know, is set in Iceland, so <laughs> it's quite 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 interesting, <laughs> you know. Right. So. So that's right. yeah. <laughs> thanks for saving me there, David. Because I did. I know. I feel like that's where you were going. <laughs> I knew. I, I did have a thread, but I lost it somewhere in, in between. <laughs> Lucy's been working extremely hard. She's got a full time job, and she's at uni as well at the same time. And she's just oh, she's, oh I don't know how wow. she finds the time. So yeah, don't. No, yeah, really. yeah, I'm not trying to make you feel sorry. I've just been. I've been running about like a bit of a daft <laughs> the last few days. So. <laughs> yeah, thanks, David. <laughs> so yeah, this new album. You're, you're in the process of trying to record. Can you tell us a wee bit? Oh about no, that? it's it's well, it's a long story. This album, this is if Hambone says was was my masterpiece to date, then this album is the, the magnum opus. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's now fifteen, little over fifteen years in the making, and. Uh, the the title, I, I would say working title in case, I don't know, I get a record contract between now and the time that I release it and I'm forced to change the title, but is seen from an Icelandic novel. And in December of 2008, I was at an artist residency in eastern Iceland at the former home of uh, Gunnar Gunnarsson, who is... Uh, a famous Icelandic author who uh, wrote in Danish a lot of the time. But um, I decided that I was going to read a book while I was there. I'd picked out the book of his I wanted to read and that I was going to um, make a musical piece after I finished it, whatever was, whatever inspired me. And I started reading this book. I don't remember which one it was. It was the one about his childhood, but I'm not blanking on the title now. And it it was a fine read, but it wasn't really moving me. And um, so one day I picked up a a shorter book, a thinner book, and and it's called The uh, Black Cliffs Notes. No, that's my song. Man. Just gave away the punchline. Um, the Black Cliffs. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I started reading. I read it, you know, in one day. It was just a really captivating story. And the morning after, I I woke up with it, the entire first song of the album in my head. I mean, arrangements and, you know, the melody. Not, not, not all of the lyrics, but the general idea and the feel of the song. And I thought, oh, wow, that's, that's great. You know, and I knew what, what it referenced in the novel. I said, well, I'm just going to write songs for, I'm going to write the whole novel in song form. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so I did. And then, um, 
in 2010, um, we went to record it again with Jake Wood and um, the bassist is Mari Jose Estivariz, just a power trio. Uh, and I was living in Spain at the time, so we went down and recorded with Paco Loco uh, in his studio near Cadiz. And uh, you said that, um, was it Paranoid? It was Black Sabbath. Yeah, at the album yeah, title, uh-huh. yeah, it was recorded in three days. We recorded this in two days. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was a wonderful. I mean, it was just it was a beautiful experience, mm-hmm. and really, really um, loved making the album. And then uh, I got back to Madrid, and I didn't have all the tracks. Or I don't remember what happened. Anyway, some of the tracks had been lost. So uh, that was a bummer, mm. and it wasn't for another couple of years, I guess, that I could afford to, you know, have them re-recorded. So then I did that, and then something else went wrong. It was just, you know, every couple of years something seemed to be preventing the the completion of this album, and so I started thinking, well, you know, maybe the the spirits of this story don't want me to make this album because the, the book is a, a fictionalized account of a, a true crimes of passion that happened at the turn of the, um, well, in 1882 in, in Iceland. And they were in these neighboring farms, two farms, and uh, the husband from one farm and the wife from another farm had an affair and killed their spouses so they could be together. And um, this happened in a rather small religious community. And the story is told from the point of view of a young minister who's new to this area. And he has to kind of bring these people to justice and and, and also has to make the rest of the, the, the parishioners sort of own up to the fact that they've been, they've ter- been turning a blind eye to this. Um, but it's a really beautifully uh, written story about how we decide what's right and what's wrong, how we make our choices and our own morality, um, in addition to being a gripping murder mystery. It's not so much mystery, I guess, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I really wanted to get... That's what really, you know, just this this poor guy, he's agonizing, you know, and as he's questioning his his faith and you know humanity and 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 so I really wanted that to come across uh, in the music. And uh, I hope it does, you know so that um, that is my it, it's a soul rock opera, and i I, I explained that to somebody. All right. I mentioned that to someone recently, and they said, what's a soul rock opera? And I said, well, you've heard of a rock opera, haven't you? And they said, yeah. And I said, well, it's soul rock, so it's a soul rock opera. Absolutely, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> I've, yeah. Had this, I've had the sweet release, in, uh, or sweet release stuck in my head all day. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is catchy, yeah. man. 
<laughs> well, that, but that, I've got that and down in my notes quite a lot. <laughs> Just the um, the earworms yeah. that, that are all oh. the way through through the, the album, you know. Yeah, because you know, I had a laugh in my in, in the car when I was driving to work this morning, where I was like, "God, this is an earworm." And then I'm thinking, there's got to be a better a term for earworm because <laughs> it does sound very nice doesn't it <laughs> no, it's, you know I was like we, we call it an earworm but it's such a strange thing to call it isn't it I was just like it's catchy it well if, you, if you have a worm in your ear I imagine you'd yeah you'd, you'd want to get it out but um, <laughs> I guess it's stuck in there but that's funny because I I often think that a, a weaker track on the album and I don't know why I think oh, it um I think maybe I, I, I think the guitar part, the riff, is maybe derivative, you know. But it was just so much fun. I just kept playing it anyway. Um, it's it's the only it's tuned down to D, you know. So maybe that that mm. has something. I, I don't know why. I feel like it. I feel like it needs um, cred, you know. Like it's just sort of hanging out with the cool song. Um, yeah. But but I, I I do like it yeah yeah it's funny I'm glad all right I won't mention it anymore we'll speak on it no more it's it's, it's an awesome song no it's, it's a single work. it's a it's it's a hit honestly <laughs> because the, if you're looking for the, the 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 opera like the rock opera you're saying um, the the first track on it the John is it John is it evens or ev- evens. John Evans the score. Yeah, John Even. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. John Even the score. That's an opera. That's a. Yeah. That's a. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's that's... true. I'm glad you said that because that would be my choice for a single. Um, but you're right. It would never get played on the radio. It's too long. Sweet release would would be the single. Ooh, no, that's good. like standing like on an Icelandic true. volcano playing a guitar, isn't it? That's like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I already have the video for that all yeah. mapped out. It's, it's gorgeous. And as soon as I get 20 grand, man. Yeah, going for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Because oh. um, you've, you've got nine... Um, obviously, this, this, this music's not available um just no. now because right. you've, you know you've 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 still got it in demo form as you said uh amelia so there's nine nine tracks here is it going to be these nine tracks or are you are you can are you going to add to it or is, is that the album i you know i've i've thought about that throughout the years because it's it it's rather short for an album um, just, just nine tracks. Uh, the songs aren't particularly long. Not all of them. Um, but I don't think I can... I mean, if someone were to, you know, a producer or something said, we need a tenth song, I, I really don't know where that I would, would from. pull it yeah. from. Yeah. Because I've really told the story um, from and of all... Each character, each main character has a song... And I still think it manages to kind of weave the, the entire story and tell it in in a pretty chronological order. Yeah. Um, I, it wouldn't feel right to just stick yeah. something. Yeah. You know. I also don't know if I could write in that way. I mean, I, I wrote mm-hmm. this 15 years ago. So if I tried to add something to it now, it wouldn't. It, it's not the same. I'm not the same person. It, it wouldn't mm-hmm. sound the same. Yeah. And the bulk of the recording I still have, so um, 
I, you know, I'm not interested in re-recording all of the guitars or the drums. Or, I mean, that, that part, most of it's been saved. It's just been a matter of things that were lost or some overdubs that needed to yeah. be done. Um, I am considering re-recording my vocals because I don't sound like that anymore. I think my voice is um, much more confident now. Mm-hmm. Um fuller but I'll you know I again I don't know if that's going to work with the music I might need to leave it um, sure that yeah. way but you know so these are the things that I'm hoping to work on in the next couple months again it's always a war of funding but um trying to to finish that up and you're looking to get this album out this year uh, Amelia yeah you're looking to hopefully ideally yeah. yeah September October would be great but I mean you know I've waited this long another few months <laughs> <laughs> but that is that is the, the the goal yeah so well before I mean we would probably normally say this to the end but while we're on the subject how can people that are listening if they want to support you how can they do that how can they they contribute to you know you helping you get this out well, the best way is to join the fan club uh, at patreon.com slash Amelia Ray. Do we have the That's a forward slash back slash <laughs> Amelia Ray. Um, that, that's the, the best way, not just for, not just financially. I mean, sh- certainly that's great, but you can, you know, subscribe for a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can subscribe for a year, whatever, you know, uh, your you're willing or able to do, but also um, that's where the unreleased things go. Certainly if you want to hear this album, that's the only place you can get it now. So if you join the fan club, then you can listen to the album in its entirety. Um, But also it's, you know, we have discussions about this. I get a lot of input from, from people there and it's, it's really quite helpful. So it's, it's helpful financially, but also, you know, emotionally at times, certainly, yeah, you know, yeah. the encouragement. Um, yeah, kind of validation of your, to, your talents as well. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. After 30 years of banging your head against the wall, it's nice to... Yeah. <laughs> nice to see some pom-poms every now and then. <laughs> but, um, yeah. But it's nice to be able to chat with people about the work, you know, and, and, yeah. and get feedback so that's a really great place for it um and if not it you know there's always band camp if people want to mm-hmm. buy some music there and also on my website ameliaray.net people can can download albums there too excellent and buy a dream t-shirt oh yeah so t-shirts yeah. and cups and, yeah. i like some of your mugs that's right get yeah. some get a mug get a cup get a yeah. <laughs> so, you know, all those are ways. Yeah. Excellent. Well, we'll make sure we put the links in the, the description for the podcast. So, um, uh, so if anyone's yeah. listening, they don't need to remember. <laughs> okay, we can get yeah. it. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, so, are we going to we going to let's talk about these songs? Because I'm quite looking forward to talking. Yeah. About we're going yeah. To do, do you want, do you want to give the track list? And do you want, have you got them all there? Or yeah, I on... can do that for you. Or. Uh, yeah, from yeah scenes, scenes from the Icelandic novel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sounds good, doesn't it? So we've got Joe Evans the score. John. Uh, John Evans the score. <laughs> John Evans the score. Uh, the Thing, 
Sweet Release, uh, Ordinary Crime, uh, For the Birds, Real Estate, Orderville, 11 Hours, and Black Cliff Notes. That's what we've got. Well, it's starting off with John Evans' score. I mean, that guitar lick is, you know, Lucy was talking about, you know, Sweet Release and the chorus being in her head. But that guitar lick's been in my head for, for days. <laughs> I um, you since, like she, that. Since, since she shared the link, um, it's been it's, it's just been sticking in my head, you know. Um, and you know, and and then when the drums and the rhythm guitar kick in, it just it just it's just a perfect marriage. And before, in case I forget to say it, the the mix and the production on this whole thing sounds brilliant. It is so crisp, so clear. Yeah. You know, it just sounds amazing, and, and but at the same time, sounds organic. It doesn't sound like it's been overly produced. It just it's a, yeah. good, a good feel, you know, <clears throat> the whole the whole album. Um, but your voice is great. I mean, you're talking about re-recording. I mean, that, that would be obviously a personal choice, and it would make sense to you. But your voice in this entire album is is superb. It really, really is. Um, oh, thank you. And um, and I like the I love the float the way you've got a floaty chorus. Uh, you've got quite a kind of mm. rhythmical kind of verse, and then you've got the, you know, the chorus is really floaty. Um, I like that that kind of uh, that contrast. Um, and a guitar solo is excellent. Yeah, I knew solo. you would love the love the guitar, guitar David. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, say, oh I thank love you. It. I love it. You know, oh man, you guys uh, really are a focus group. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Taking notes over here. <laughs> so, oh. I mean, so where does this sit for you? know, you were talking about possibly this would be your, your single, possibly this one, would it be? But you think it's maybe too long, possibly, you know? Well, it's, yeah, I think it's too long for 2024 radio. It might have worked in, you know, 19. 19- 79 when <laughs> sticks was on the radio might have been able to pull it off in kansas or something but um and it doesn't work if it's short yeah yeah um but i really just like the, it it's kind of you know it it it, it starts off the story it tells you where all the tension is it, it, yeah. it's this this dead man is coming back and he's saying, Hey, not only did you cuckold me, you killed me. Like you've got some bad karma coming your way, buddy. And, um, and just, you know, kind of tension that sets it off. Uh, but I, I also, it could be like, um, super unknown. Is it super unknown? That's the first song on, uh, Soundgarden, super oh, unknown. Uh, um, let me drown. Uh, yeah, the yeah, first song on no. super unknown. Let me drown. It's not the single, you're not expecting it, and you yeah. put it on, and it's the first track of the album. And you're like, oh my goodness, yeah, it, this yeah. isn't even oh. the song I bought the album for, and we're starting like this. Yeah. So it could have that impact. Can, oh, yeah, I, I could see that totally. Yeah. Oh. And I think but even, I want to make a video for it. Yeah, well, lucy has got, Lucy's got the concept, you know, where you, you need to take up on, on this, <laughs> top of that, the that, that volcano. volcano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how, how is writing this, like, 
I mean, you, this was obviously written like 15 years ago. Like you were, you were saying this has been a real kind of project of passion over the last few years. How is your writing process completely changed, or was it just that? You, I mean, you says that you had this idea straight away. You woke up and this was yeah al- almost formed in your head how it was going to be. Is that normal yeah. for you, or is that special to this it, album? It's pretty normal. Yeah, um, this this album is special, I think, because it, it sounds like one genre. I'm not certain what that genre is, but it sounds like it, it goes together. And yeah. my previous albums were just a mix of anything that I liked. You know, one song was a blues, one was a samba, <laughs> one was, you know, um, funk or, or whatever. And this one really sounds like a cohesive product, you know, an organism that's meant to go together. Um, I imagine that's because of the story, you know, Mm -hmm. that I, that inspired it. Um, But it wasn't a, it wasn't a conscious decision. It's only something years later that I, that I heard and realized when I was writing it, it was just, you know, this person needs a song, this person needs a song, uh, yeah. this song's going to be about that. And, um, yeah, I didn't think too much about th- how they would all sound set next to each other. Since then, I've not, I- I've only released singles, so I haven't had to, to worry about that. But it is, it- it's fairly often that I'll wake up with a fully formed song. Uh, the, the music, anyway. The lyrics will come later, generally. Yeah. yeah, so then it goes on to The Thing. The Thing, yeah. <laughs> the Thing, The Thing, The Thing. The Thing is, The Thing. The Thing that was in my head the thing uh, about, about The Thing. <laughs> um, it was with, you know, obviously, like, this is just me and my, my because I'm... I'm fairly stupid. Um, but obviously, like I was just thinking of like Iceland and I was like an Arctic circle and I thought the thing, oh the thing, the movie, you know, just like ice <laughs> and, you know, just like, <laughs> and then it's really not about that. <laughs> you know, but why why would you just put a song about the thing in the middle of a, a concept <laughs> album, basically, you know? Album. But you know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, that's how that's how stupid I am, you know. So well, uh, <laughs> Anything's possible, but um, yeah, this is um, this one I had to imagine what um, not imagine, but these characters are so alive to me, and so I imagine this farm man like he must have been really, really passionate about this woman to mm-hmm. kill her husband, and then just go on farming as if nothing happened and kill his own wife. It's what, but then you imagine if a farmer in 1802, like how hot and sexy could this guy be? I mean, you know, <laughs> like trying to think of someone, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like what does passion look like in a person of this time? You know? So I wanted to give him a super, super sexy song because mm-hmm. normally Farmers in eighteen two in Eastern Iceland probably aren't um, allowed many chances to be sensual, so I wanted to to do that. Um, that so that's his 
his his song, and then just sort of understanding how driven he must have been, you know. Or I won't I won't say in love. Maybe they were in love. I don't really get that from the novel. It was just more about, you know, it was more passion than I would mm-hmm. say, you know. So I really wanted to to do that for for that guy, this Mister Murderer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the um, it's kind of got it's got a pretty kind of chilled out groove. I think the you know the the song itself, um, but it's equally got that kind of stuttery rhythm, which I like. You know, it kind of goes in and out of a few different time signatures as well, and mm. and that just keeps it so interesting as well. You know. Um, yeah, and again, voice is great on it. Um, I mean, when you sing, you've got that thing I want. I, I, your voice is excellent at that, but you know, I love that. But when you go kind of higher, you know, um, mm-hmm. that's it's the, got the same thing written that's, down, David. On that's the theatre in me coming out again. Uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, class. Wow, yeah, thank you. Uh, and then we go into my 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 single, uh, sweet release. Yes, <laughs> sweet release. Yeah, yeah, so you say a bit of an oddball, maybe a wee bit, wee bit different yeah. than for you. Yeah, I really, I really think it's because I, I, I felt like I was trying to write a rock song mm-hmm. for some reason when I, and I really think it's just that riff. You know, when you when you play a guitar riff, you're always thinking, where have I heard this before? This isn't mine. I didn't write this. You know, this has got to be Steppenwolf played in reverse or, you know, so, so I think maybe I sort of just discredited it because of that. Um, but it's just such a fun song, you know, it's like the tambourines in it. And (laughs) so I just, I just kind of went with it. Um, but it also could be because it's, it's sung in the voice of this, sexy farmer man's wife who she is very unsure of herself. She's a paranoid hypochondriac and she, you know, she kind of cries wolf. So when she tries to tell people that her husband and his mistress are trying to kill her, they're like, Oh, bless your heart. You know, you come mm-hmm. to us once a week with some problem. You got TB, you know, you got yeah, yeah. rheumatoid something. And now they're trying to kill you. So, um, so maybe it was sort of the character's uncertainty that, that shadows the way that I, why I feel like this is a, an insubordinate song, but, um, or insufficient song. But no, no, now that Lucy said it's a single, it's, it's going on. A- <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be. <laughs> no, I like it a yeah. lot as well. I mean, um, I even like just a simple thing, um, just at the tail of every kind of verse line or every second line, maybe, in the verse, you, know, you just get the chord that rings out. I just mm. like that. Just, it's just, a, just these <laughs> sort of little things, I think, I really make it. And even the when you, you sing this Poison Burns, Just Wait Your Turn, and... You know the the bass run the way do 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 do. I just just the simple wee bits. You know, just just again all in the right place. And you know, I I, I really oh, like wow. the song. Yeah, yeah, it's really catchy. All right, really catchy. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Absolutely. Oh, this is really this is really great. Um, 
Yeah, information. I mean, as, a, as an arranger and, you know, producer, this is helpful, not just as a, a, a songwriter. Ah, good. Or a singer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they help. give us any good input. <laughs> Then we go into ordinary crime. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and I like that. Um, uh, I don't think think everyone can see this, but on on the link that you've sent us, you've given us a wee a wee a wee blurb. Uh, what part of the novel? Just what you're doing for us just now, just telling us a wee bit yeah. what's inspired each of the songs. So I don't want to to try and say this name. Is it Stein Nun? Sure, your guess is as good as mine. Right. <laughs> I mean, and I've I've been instructed on how to pronounce it quite a few times, but I, I say Stein and right. So this is this is around her character. Yes, this is the the well. I I call him. This is Farmer Murder's mistresses mistress right. who's mistress murder. So there's Farmer Murder and Mistress Murder, <laughs> and um, she. You know, she plays a little coy, like, oh, I, I know what, but she's just as much of a murderer as he is. And so I, I thought, okay, well, her story is that she was pretending to be innocent and, and like the passion just, she couldn't control her passion. And now she's just ended up in this place that's called jail. You know, <laughs> how did this happen to me? Kind yeah, of thing, yeah. it, it, and um, falling in love is just an ordinary crime. You know, so that's kind of her the, the line I took with her. But the rhythm. This is a completely George Michael inspired song, um, which you wouldn't think would work on a soul rock opera, but it does. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It can it goes with the, I don't think it goes too far away from the rock, you know, the three or so. rock bangers we've had before. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, this is definitely the dance, the dance club mm-hmm. uh, number. I love, yeah. um, I love the lyrics, some of the lyrics in this one. And maybe it's just the, um, this woman's position, but I uh, uh, love some of the without judge and jury, I wouldn't feel ashamed. That's that's awesome, you yeah. know. Um, <laughs> just another victim of love's confusing game. I mean, yeah, I mean, I haven't read this book, but already I'm I'm with her on this. I think <laughs> I don't know what it is. Um, but, um, I'm going to have to read the book. You've inspired me to read the book actually, just to see about time and about seeing it. How it ties up because I, I I get quite fascinated by these kind of concept concept albums yeah. so, and people stay. I had a feeling, it. Lucy, that story was going to resonate with you. I just I just had a feeling, you know. Yeah, yeah, well, it's it's, yeah. it's it's you've got the theatre and like the musical theatre of the of the dramatics and all that. Hmm. Whereas I'm like I'm getting right into the I'm wanting to know the story of this and what's happened in the dark, yeah. and the, you know, um, yeah. So there's a bit, there is a bit there for for, for both of us, <laughs> definitely. Uh, yeah. um, the the I mean, like even the start of the song, the rhythm, um, um, it's great. The, the the drums and the bass come in, and then you've got those big piano chords. I I think that's great. Mm-hmm. You know, just you know, because it almost you weren't. You, I wasn't necessarily expecting to hear a piano come in at that point. Yeah. And it comes in, it's got that reverb on it and that big sound. 
um, but it just fits so well. And what I found is quite interesting is, is you, you, whether you were or not, I'm not sure, but it, really, it feels really close, Mike, when you were singing. You know, it's, it's mm. you, know, you feel, you know, you're really close, and and that that's a really really nice effect um, to hear your voice in that way. But um, and when you kind of double, double track your voice rather than harmonise, I think that sounds great as well. You know, um, yeah. when you're singing kind of unison, just double track it. Uh, yeah, it's another 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 really really uh, song. You know. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and then we go in for the for the birds, which is an instrumental on the, uh, and it's it's a nice wee break, isn't it? With all that's going on, it's a nice wee yeah. change up for for um, that comes on it. Um, so is it is it, it's birds, isn't it? It's well, the 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 original title of the book is a start from. I don't even. I'm not even going to say that again. <laughs> but which which uh, means blackbird. Mm-hmm. So the the these blackbirds that are common in the these cliffs where this story is, okay. um, takes place, and um, the birds are they're mentioned in the book, but in the preface um, that Gunnarsson wrote, it really um, talks about the significance of the birds, and they're black and white, so you know they've got all their are good, good and evil, and right and wrong. And I felt that they needed their own song too, because they really represent what the the story is about these issues of morality. And I thought it was a, a you know, instrumental. Uh, it made for a nice kind of transition, which I didn't realize this. But um, For the Birds begins in a minor chord and then moves to a major chord. Oh, right, right. right. And it's, it's the fourth, no, fifth song in the album. So it's yes, in the middle yeah. of the album. Mm-hmm. All the songs that come before it are in minor chords, and all the songs that come after are in major chords. Mm. Interesting. And that was not planned. So, um, yeah. So that was a that was something a gift that the universe gave us. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like a guitar instrumental, isn't it? It's kind of like you know, it's it's because you've got the acoustic and the electric, and it's almost like um, it's those two, and you've even got the bit of whistling at the end. Is the whistling? Yeah. Is that more? Is that more like, birds whistling, or is that just? I just thought I'd do some whistling and. I, I thought it needed something, and I, I was my buddy Patrick was at my house, and I was like, "This song, it, it needs something. It needs something." And I don't know what it is, and I don't want to put too. I don't want to drums or anything. I just, yeah. it just needs something. And he mm-hmm. said, "Whistle." <laughs> oh yeah, whistling. It's great. It's a great idea. So yeah. that's where it came from. And then you know, whistling sounds like birds. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll take it. Um, yeah. But it was the... just this sort of yeah thing it needed. Yeah, and you've got the poet. Uh, oh, no, I'm going to butcher the uh, <laughs> the pronunciation here. So Berglund <laughs> Gunnar's daughter. Uh, yeah. Um, and I th- I wasn't sure if it was actually you that was that was when I first heard it. I thought it was maybe you that was speaking in Icelandic over it. Um, no, well now um, now you now you know that wasn't the case. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think it's a, it's a nice little interlude, and I think it plays really well into the 
the whole kind of concept album thing because you always get sort sort of things like this segues and things like that and yeah. you know the concept album so um it makes a lot of sense to me but yeah really yeah like yeah i really love that that Berglund read uh, her poem snow there it just it really i don't know it's something kind of chilling or or it adds some suspense yeah, you know, yeah. Uh-huh. like okay all of these things have happened now we're at this place that's kind of quiet and there's this yeah what's gonna happen now yeah uh-huh. and then we move on to real estate yeah this is our poor our poor young minister is just he's going through it he's also recently mm-hmm. married you know he's just trying to start his life and and here he's got to deal with this double homicide in this tiny town with his, his boss, who's the, the old the elder minister. He doesn't really want to do anything about it. You know, mm. we don't have trouble. This is a quiet place. We don't have trouble, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not so this, any kind of... Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and this poor young guy is like, not only is it the right thing to do because they murdered people, but it's his job to to shepherd his flock. Mm-hmm. You know, so he he has to um if he doesn't confront these crimes then he can't offer spiritual or salvation or the path mm-hmm. to salvation to to the wrongdoers. So um he's really torn up about this. And um He's walking to the first day of the trial, and you know he wants to save everybody. And I just imagine him walking with his thoughts and being afraid, and it's cold, and he's in the snow, and he, you know, what do we do when we're walking to do things that we don't want to do? We try to bargain, you know, and say, well. I'll be really good if I don't have to, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat all my peas, you know. So he, he's kind of doing doing that, and he's just bartering, like uh, with his with his God, like like making negotiations over real estate. So that's where where that one came from. My favorite uh, line in this is clutching to reason, but longing for vice. Oh. oh yeah, <laughs> I like that. Oh uh, yeah, I mean it's chitty. I wrote this so long ago. I'm like, hmm, that does sound good. I don't remember <laughs> that. I'm like, yeah. oh, I already wrote. Clutching <laughs> to reason, but yeah, yeah, you get you're getting the visuals, Lucy. Yeah, uh, have I've got the visuals? Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. there. <laughs> um, I love yeah. the bass sound at, um, at the start of the song. It is just so. Oh, so full and dirty, and just for a for a guy that's into uh, is 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 metal and and, and heavy rock, it just yeah, here, you know. So, um, but yeah, and what I liked about your voice on this is like you kind of tease the, you sort of tease a bit of your higher range, then you pull back from it. I think just that control, I, I think that is really really clever. It's kind of just just uh, go a wee bit, then pull it back, and just oh, it's, it's, <laughs> you do it so well. So, yeah. Oh, thank you. And then we go into Orderville. My favourite. That's your favourite, yeah. Is this anybody, yeah. yeah. Why is this one so special? It's so weird. It's just proggy. And, but but then yeah. there's... But it's poppy. And then it's 
funky and mm-hmm. and dare I say there's a little bit of Stevie Wonder that just might be the mm-hmm. the clavier yeah. sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um it's in a it's in a very it's in seven. So mm-hmm. that's always good. I yeah. do like writing seven. <laughs> but um but it doesn't feel like it's in seven. I don't know. I mm-hmm. just um it also has uh, a World War II reference, which are always nice to throw around. Um, at Arlie Burke is a reference. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's oh, World I'm, War II. Well, yeah, like, yeah, I have to go that. <laughs> yeah. That is only a sort of, sort of waltz time at that, but doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It, I, it, was, it was so much fun to write, too, because this is to the the elder minister who's trying to ignore everything and just ha- keep his quiet little community. And he doesn't want, you know, this young guy stirring up the drama, these issues. I don't know. It was, maybe it was like kind of getting out um, my feelings about the hypocrisy of organized religion. Or, you know, I don't, but it just, it feels good to sing. I, I yeah, really like yeah. the lyrics. It's super fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the and the time signature thing, just yeah, I, I really like it. This. Makes it. I I think see the bit when you when you sing, um, so you don't want to hear the choir sing, and then you've got the choir answer thing. The the bit, um, <laughs> that doesn't mean it isn't happening. See when see that the oh that that, that just sounds amazing. You know that you know that. Yeah, I love that bit. Really love that bit. Um, so so uh, Um. And even if, you know you're talking about, I'll, I've, you know, Lucy's talking about lyrics here. The lyric I really like, um, and this is locked away inside the house of prayer, green lighting the whole affair. You know, I think that's 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 just that's superb. Really, really superb. Yeah, whose crimes is it? It's, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. When, you, when you're saying about yeah. um, about organized religion or what, and then it makes me wonder how much is it? How much is it religion, and how much is it just people and right yeah, human and beings and stuff? And, yeah, yeah. And and then, but just yeah. conf- like in, in amongst in amongst reli- guys and religion and all this sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I like all these kind of concepts, these ideas, and uh, like the morality of it, and then the fact that they're they're uh, religious, and then they're maybe not whiter than white, you know? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right up my street. <laughs> but and a lot there's lots of really banging drums on this as well. Yeah. Lots of really good oh, like, yeah. hits and things like that, you know, as well. Um and the way the the way the guitar actually um plays along with it, it's almost like a musical box sound at the end. Um, mm-hmm. and it plays along with that. That's a that's a, a lovely outro, you know. I really like that <laughs> so much. Yeah, I think originally it was a it was, I played the um I think it was a Glockenspiel originally. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, Excellent. Yeah, but I'm not certain what um this what you've heard. It might, this might be the original. Might, it might be the Glock, Glockenspiel. Actually, that probably yeah. makes sense. More, more sense. We yeah. lost the Glockenspiel back in uh, 2011 or something. Oh. <laughs> 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 but I think I think it then replaced it with a xylophone. I'm pretty sure it was right. Ah, that okay. way. Yeah. Right. So. Um, and then we go. Where did I get to? Was on a no, I was 11 on hours, the eleven yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah. Eleven hours. Yeah. This is the uh, this is the the epic. Uh, yeah, uh, our our farmer murderer has um, decided 
that he's he's come to terms with his fate hmm. and he just wants to he just needs enough time to show God that he has uh repented. Mm-hmm. And it's just sort of sinking in of his you know, on his way to his to be executed and finally sort of taking responsibility for his actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meeting his maker. Almost. Meeting his uh, maker. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How much time do you need to show you've repented? How long is this song? Yeah. <laughs> six, six minutes? Because <laughs> yeah. uh, the line, confession doesn't always lie down with peace. Sometimes it takes hatred for a bride. I mean, that's, that's, that's poetic. That's really... That really oh, thank you. You know, um... And again, your voice—you get these kind of really kind of almost thundery kind of to- drums on the you know playing on the toms, and then your voice is just really sweet over the top. But again, it's it's the contrast I think you're creating in these songs that are really that are really interesting. Um, it's not you're not doing the obvious thing all the time, you know, whether that's mm. with your instruments or whether that's with your voice, you know. So, yeah. Oh wow, I'm glad you like the confession line too. That was yeah. uh, I always <laughs> I always wonder if that wasn't a, a little. Um, too much when I sing it. Sometimes I'm like, oh. mm-hmm. but anyway, again, focus no, no. group noted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> you, you've kind of answered what I was going to ask there because you know I, I love picking out different lines and things that I think, wow, that's incredible. And and David's picked that one out there. It was exactly the same <laughs> for me. Does it? I wondered how it feels. Does it feel like God? I've wrote something. I've been so clever here, like almost. If I wrote something like that, I would be all proud of myself and thinking, <laughs> "Oh, I've, this this is fab." Does it ever feel like that, or does it just? Uh, are you always kind of critical? You were saying that you've been kind of critical, or it sounds too much or too yeah. not. Or, or what, but most of the time, I've learned that most of the things that I'm think are really cool, nobody else notices. Right. You know, it, it, so I just kind of learn to live with you you know like so i just write them for myself and they make me happy and 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 um but yeah this one i i i don't know why i I, it doesn't feel i think it's because I, i i wrote confession doesn't always lie down with peace as if that were a thing that we said Mm-hmm. You know, like nobody says that. I just made it up, <laughs> but but I think that's why the, mm-hmm. the, the, that it seems sort of not quite right. But if it's poetic to you, then it works. And I'm yeah, gonna yeah. remove the asterisks from it. We're not <laughs> yes. changing that line. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, because I think it's you know you could you can interpret it in any way you really want that that line. You know, um, it, mm. context out of context. You know. Um, so yeah, I really like it. This is great. The ooze are good in this one as well, oh, aren't the they? Are the ooze are good in this. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the ooze. Yeah, they just soften it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I say this is the the ooze are I have to remember when I'm singing it live, you know, it's like, oh, they're coming. Like make sure you take a deep breath because it's you know, But it's also I I call it the most arthritic song I've ever written. Because the whole guitar, the whole my hand remains in the same position, and it's just a matter of moving one finger at a time to get 
the different um, chord changes. I'm just moving one finger, so my hand is like this. <laughs> so you're what you until <laughs> after the second ooze. And then, right. man, when it, when it comes time to do the, oh, won't you lend me some time, I have to stake my hand out <laughs> like that and then quickly go back to make the G chord. <laughs> But I bet you that looks yeah. cool though. But when you do that, you see that that'll look that'll look like some stick serious stagecraft there. You know that'll look. Now we're yeah. gonna rock out. It's yeah. like no, my joints are frozen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then we finish up with uh, Black Cliffs notes. Oh yeah, if anybody. It's my country song. I, I gotta. Yeah. I'm a little bit country. Um, but yeah, for. For those of us who, not those of us, th those of the rest of them who didn't read uh, assigned reading at, at school, you know, you could buy the clip notes, which were bridged versions of Steinbeck or whatever <sighs> your homework assignment was. They yeah, were called clip notes. I am notes. so dumb. I've just, I just that. got that clip notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this is the. About the novel, The Black Cliffs, Black and this is oh, the Black is... Cliffs notes. Yeah. So if you don't want to listen to the whole album, but you want to know what it's about, <laughs> then you just listen to the last track, and I tell you the whole story, what happened yeah. in country form. That's <laughs> great. I mean, it's like, you know, what's... Do, do you have, when you talk about country, is there a particular influence on country that you have, or is it just just like you, you went for a, an obvious style, or was there anyone you had in mind, any country artist? No, there is there is no artist. I just had that line. Um, I just got the uh, well, the yarn and Stein and I got to kissing, and that's when the bodies turned up. You know, I guess it was. Yeah. I, it's not. Um, it's not Jerry Reed, but just sort of this sort of classic country. Yeah, yeah. Um, storytelling and like this happened and this happened and that's how we got here. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love that there's, um, you know, you've got the steel guitar in there, obviously, as well, you know, and, and spoons, the, 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 the spoons yeah. in there as well. <laughs> so that's yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, over over the top. Why not? Go for it. Yeah, go, I'll go all in. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you mentioned about some of the earlier ones just being fun to play. Is this one fun to play? Is this? Uh, I never played this one. Uh, well, not never. Um, let me think though, when is the last time I would have played this live? Or fun to record, or was it? Oh yeah, certainly. I mean, it was, it was, it was all fun to record. The recording was really, I'd never recorded, um, at the same time, I don't know what you, simultaneous tracking or anything, but most of my recordings, um, if I didn't play the instruments myself, then I would have, you know, a drummer might come in one day and then a bass player another day. And so but for the three of us to be there and to be able to see each other and, you know, that was, uh, that's obviously going to change the way it, it sounds and feels. Um, so that was really, really fun. Yeah. And, then to be in a place at Paco Loco Studios where he had, you know, all of these amps and all of these guitars. Oh, play this guitar. And he knows which sound. Like, say this and put this in there. Um, so that was that was really great. Um, this one was probably the most difficult song, actually. 
right? Okay. To 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 track because of the pickup, you know, it doesn't start and then starts it. Ding mm. ding ding ding. Um, I remember it took us a while to to get that. Um, and I'm not a, a picker player, you know. I'm not very skilled at this style of playing, so it was a lot of just wishing and hoping. Um, it, it helped that the the guitars were dirty, so they kind of cu- cover up as many flubs as possible with the distortion. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I remember that or- ordinary crime was a lot of fun recording, and then Orderville because I got to play the Glockenspiel, and I just I love playing that yeah. guitar riff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah, it was all it was all a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. that you should be very proud of it, and I yeah, really hope it does that, come across. Um, oh, thank I, you. I really hope you you know it comes together and you get out this year. You know, I really. Thank you. Thank you, you know, so much. Yeah, and thanks for you know listening and and sharing your thoughts and taking notes. It's certainly that that's a a huge encouragement for sure. No, it's been, <laughs> been very enjoyable. And Absolutely. thank you as well for, for putting out about us. That's how we yeah, got straight on to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a real thrill for us, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> we were like a couple of yeah. school girls, weren't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, did you see this? <laughs> oh, I don't even remember how I found your podcast, but I was so glad I did. I said, this is so much fun. And um, I listened to well, the Black Sabbath one. And Carol King, mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun. I hadn't listened to Tapestry in ages, so that was that was a delight. Kind of um, and what was the one? Oh, I started to listen to the Marianne Faithful and PJ Harvey album mm-hmm. before I listened to your episode. The two artists I really, 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 really love, but I couldn't get into that album. Oh, for some reason, I just like I. Yeah. It's like I don't know. I'm gonna have to listen to it later. So I decided I'm gonna listen to your episode first, and then go back and listen to the album because then I'll have maybe more idea of what to pay attention to. Yeah. You know, so yeah. No, thank you. I have been enjoying your shows. Excellent. Thank you. Well, you you mentioned um, you mentioned when we were speaking that you're a fan of Still Game as well. Oh yeah. How? I dated a Scottish woman for a while, and she turned. Right, me yeah, okay. Did she turn you? Okay, Jack right. and Victor. I am a huge Jack and Victor. Eyes. I can't forget eyes on them. <laughs> yeah, those are my buddies. <laughs> I won't even. I. I won't. I won't do it. I do oh, it when do I'm the do oh, it. Come no, you, on. you won't offend us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, no, I can't. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> do pints, I can bro. hear it. It's one of those things you can do pints. <laughs> or eyes. I wish I could do a really good eyes. Like, oh, man. I should have ran into Peggy McLaren. Into- <laughs> oh. You know what's funny though? I was in um, Iceland in November. I went to the Iceland Airways Conference, and I think it was the second day. I was at this bar waiting, listening to a band, and, and this 
man came up to me. <laughs> and I, I had a show there that week, so I'd left my flyers about the place. And I'm pretty sure that this man saw my flyer, but he didn't remember that he'd seen my flyer in any event. He came up to me and he's like, yeah, you're Amelia Ray. And I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I can't believe it's you. And now I'm doing it. I'm trying to. <laughs> and so his name was Chris. Chris from Glasgow. Oh, get a minute. I watch you on YouTube, and he's just going on and on, and I can't figure out who this man thinks that I am. You know, why he would, this man from Glasgow is watching me on YouTube, you know. So he sits there, and I mean, he buys me a beer, he takes a selfie, all this stuff. He tells me I've got to come to, to Glasgow. I've got to, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So, so uh, and he was there to see Gallus. Which is who is performing at this bar? Are you okay? yep. So he was telling me, "Oh, you got to come get a drink." I said, "Yeah, I'll be here, Chris. I'll be here." So he was just so excited, and he he said he was going to text this his the selfie to his son that he met me, and he knew my name. He just kept saying my name, and and he there were people next to us. And he was like, "Do you know who this is?" And I was like, oh, "Oh, you're trying to keep a low profile." Yeah. And he just, he made my night. And so the next day I was telling this to a friend and I said, he probably woke up this morning and saw a photo of Alicia Keys and went, oh, that's not her. <laughs> and I said, but in any event, I said it was really good practice. And my friend said, practice for what? And I said, well, for when I'm famous and people really do recognize me and come up to me. And she said, what do you mean? She said, it just happened. And I was like, oh, I guess so. She's like, in his mind, uh you're the famous Amelia Ray. It just happened to you. That's what it's like. And I was like, oh, all right. I can get down with that. (laughs) (laughs) That's that. No, totally. So thank you to Chris and Glasgow who bought me a beer in Reykjavik because I'm the famous Amelia Ray. Oh, nice. That's, that's lovely. I like that. Well, um, and, and the fact that you're saying Glasgow right as well, I, I love that because there's so many people that get that, that pronunciation wrong. You've got it bang on. So I love that. Well, if there's, if there's one thing I can pronounce, two things I can pronounce, Glasgow and Craig Lang. So. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's an absolute pleasure speaking to you. Indeed, Thank, Thank you. you so much for joining us. Thank you us. all so much. And good luck yeah, with everything. And maybe maybe follow down the line if you get the album out, you know, and we can maybe meet up again and see how things are going. Oh, I'll and, definitely. You know. Yeah, I'll definitely send you. I mean, it's going to be a CD, so, you know, we're going to yeah. go old school and, and, yeah. and vinyl. That's a good so format. I'll definitely so, send you yeah. a copy. Yeah. Excellent. Superb. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Amelia. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Yeah, so that was the uh, lovely Amelia Ray, but we thank very much for coming on to the Misty Music podcast. Yeah, and thoroughly enjoyed that. Thoroughly enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, it was interesting. I wanted to uh, go off on tangents left, right and centre about leave some for next stuff, time. But I, 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 I will. Yeah. 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 And, I, and I wanted her to like me. Without, you know, <laughs> I think she did like you listening. Yeah, I hope so. You're a very likable person. I hope so. So, um, so yeah. After after this one, it's back to my choice to mm-hmm. suggest one to David. Oh yeah. And um, I'm going for an easy one that I've thought back and forth to suggest to you. Mm-hmm. And but this 
I just want an easy, fun album for us. Right. right okay. Although it comes, it comes with stuff, and I'll put you on a um, a very good documentary in it. But for the music itself, I'm going to go for X-ray specs, James Free Adolescent. Yes. Am I predictable? But a punk. Back to punk. I need yes. something a bit upbeat for the not that right. not, not that Iggy and Bjork and yeah, in no, the last few no, bits that I we've know. been listening to. It's something a bit a bit just like primo and kind of yeah. Fucking okay. in your face, I thought. Yeah, but you know what? I've got two pens here and none of them are working. X-ray specs, right? X respects germ free adolescence. Germ free. Germ free adolescence. Adolescent. Nah. And so there's an- what is on this that I would know? Because I know a couple of X-ray specs were just probably singles and things like that. I mean, identity was big. Gem free adolescence was is a tune on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's maybe one of the ones I'll know knows the titles, but maybe I- where I hear I might. Might be familiar with one or two. I think you'll know it more once you, I once you, um, once you listen to the the album itself. I yeah. think you'll you'll probably be aware of a few of them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it will bondage up yours was was after that. eh? back to the fabulous polystyrene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I caught the actually talking about that. I caught is the the documentary the one about polystyrene. Yeah, because I've not saw the full one, but I. Th- I think it was one of those come in for the pub, Sky Arts type things, and you know, you're kind of half cut and you're like, oh, this looks interesting. I caught maybe the last 20 minutes, maybe half an yeah. hour. Or and I, I was I, enjoying it, you know. Yeah, I think I said to you, see, even if you've not, I, I think I said to you and another friend, even if you're not into the kind of music, the, mm-hmm. the, the story in, in the documentary yeah. is really good. It's from, um, uh, it's her daughter that's done it. Ah, yeah, um, that rings a bell. You know, yeah. you know from uh-huh. uh, that's kind of looked at it now, and you know, Polly Styrene had her things going on and what. So how that fits into the music, and I mean, a lot of a lot of people would consider a you know kind of punk icon and all the great things that 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 we can adore people like that for. But had stuff oh, going on, great sure. tunes, you know. So um, good story. Good story. A very Good. moving. The documentary is very moving. So I would yeah. recommend you watch that and um, yeah. and, and and check out the, the check out the, the the album as well. No, so no, I'm I'm going with that. I'm definitely looking forward to this because my my head's in kind of the interesting thing is my head is kind of. The punk world right now, you know, just in my rotation now. So this is going to be a good wee addition. This is going to be fucking cool, then. Yes, it's going to. It's going to just. I'm getting so <laughs> pumped up already for it. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah. Good. No, 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 no. Nice choice. I yeah. you, something about just going to just going to both get into and then. Yeah, I think so. And just don't be disappointed. Co- I don't like it though. But uh, yeah, if you don't like it, that's fine. I'll get to, got, to, to you, rock you, out for a wee bit. Eh? You can punch okay. me square in the face if I don't like it. Right? Yeah, it's never. Just it's I've never got your hopes change. up already. You know? No, uh, no, no. I don't think so. I'm just thinking. Yeah, you can hear it. Yeah. And I'll be rocking Aye. it anyway. Yeah, yeah, I'll exactly. be getting my Aye. getting my, my punk rock on. So, <laughs> but yeah, join us. Nice. Uh, join us for that one next time. Yeah. Thank you. Respects, Jim. Free adolescent. Nice one. Yeah. And, uh, bye. <laughs> uh, bye. <laughs>